Pastor Doyle Adams? Come on. How about the angel of this house? Amen. I used to play over there at Macedonia, and his wife was playing. She used to play the keyboard and stuff. And I said, so what, what happened, Pastor? Your, your wife, you know, she left it over to, you know, all these people. He said, oh, no, she's still over there. I said, okay, then. No wonder they play so soft and wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Y'all play so well. I like y'all. Thank you, baby. I was, okay, all right. You, you must be related to Pastor. Well, okay, well, okay. <laughs> she said, thank you. Bukashi. From Matthew chapter... 16, amen. Matthew chapter 16, Lady Adams. Whew, we have come a long way. Did I put enough dye in my hair for a king? Okay, great. Good lights. Turn them down a little lower. <laughs> Matthew chapter 16, amen. Y'all ready for the word? Amen. Lord, your people not mine. They don't belong to me. Use me as an instrument, God. Calm me so that I might hear from you. Open my eyes so I see what I haven't seen. Let my ears hear what I haven't heard. Let my heart receive what it hasn't received. I belong to you now. Lord, if they see me in, they enjoy me, hide me behind your son, Jesus. That they recognize that it's only for him and that you have given me a gift to captivate them so that I could put something in them that changes them today. No one leaves this place the same way they came. In Jesus' name. All right. Now, say this after me. Satan, you can go now. Here comes the word. Matthew chapter 16. Verse number 13. When Jesus came to the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, whom do men say that I the son of man am? And they said, some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elijah and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said unto them, but whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, thou art the Christ the son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, blessed art thou, Simon Barjona. Think about this. For flesh and blood had not revealed it unto thee, but my father, which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter. And upon this rock, I will build my church. Think about this. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Hmm. Think about this. And whosoever thou shalt bind and, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Here's another thought. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Verse number 19. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Look at somebody say, hey. 
like you really want their attention. Say, hey, I got keys. Now, I want you to reach into your purse, reach into your pants pocket. I want you to pull out your keys. I want you to pull out your keys, and I want you to shake them at somebody and say, hey, I've got keys. Now, look, we came to enjoy each other. Y'all might as well go on and get comfortable. You're going on the ride of your life today. Come on, shake them at somebody else. Say, hey, I got keys. Now, pick up your Bible and look at them and say, hey, I got keys. But I want, to, I want you to understand this, and I want you to know this. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, going to, I'm going to give this to you the way the Lord gave it to me. Amen. You shook those keys that you have, and keys give you access to unlock something. Keys say you have permission to be somewhere or to do something. Now, I ask you to pull out your keys probably to your house or to your car or whatever it goes to your storage unit or the key to your heart. Uh, and then I ask you to pick up your Bible and, and shake it up and say, I got keys, but I want to let you know today that neither one of those is what I'm going to talk to you about today. That was good, wasn't it? Listen, tell them one more time. Say, hey, I've got keys. Now, praise the Lord for it. You know, the Lord loves us. The Lord loves us. Ephesians chapter 2, Ephesians chapter 2, and verse number, thank God y'all got screens. That means I don't have to turn. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 10, reads this way. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto... <laughs> I hope that didn't disqualify anybody unto what kind of works what kind of works which God had before ordained that we should walk in them work on it Pastor McGee I will call me son I gotta talk about this one God loves us so much that we were his masterpiece he created us for good works unto him. Mm. Now God, watch. I'm going to show it to you in the scripture. Look at somebody and say, mm. God's got a glory. Give me Romans chapter 6. Romans chapter 6. And let's go to verse number four. Romans chapter six, verse number four. We are buried with him by baptism unto death. That like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the... He was raised up from the dead by the glory of the... One more time, he was raised up from the dead by the of uh-huh by the glory of the father God raised Jesus from the dead uh-huh watch Romans chapter 8 mm -hmm. Romans chapter 8 verse number 10 and if Christ be in you the body is dead because of sin now I'm going somewhere with this don't jump off the train and don't push your mama <laughs> If Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. 
But the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus, if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus, if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus, uh uh-oh, if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead, that's all I need right there. God's got a glory. Romans chapter 6 says that Jesus was raised by the glory of the Father. Romans chapter 8 says that the Holy Spirit raised Jesus from the dead. Uh-oh. God's got a glory. Watch this. Psalms chapter 16. Verse number 9. God's got a glory. We're made in the likeness and the image of him. He created us different. We're his masterpiece. So then he gives us a glory. Y'all got it? Psalm chapter 16, song number 16, verse number nine. Therefore, now for those of you who have Bibles, I want you to be sure and mark it, highlight it, asterisk, underline, sticky note, blinking light. Therefore, my heart is glad, and my this is David talk, and my glory rejoice. My flesh also shall rest in hope. I'm gonna put them together. Don't worry. Acts chapter two. Now I want you to flip. I want you to hold song, but I want you to flip. Acts chapter two. It's all right if I teach. Y'all got quiet now. Hold on. Start the call. Start the call. Chapter 2, verse 25. For David speaking concerning him, I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he is on my right hand that I should not be moved. Therefore did my heart rejoice and my tongue was glad. Moreover, also my flesh shall rest in hope. Now Psalms chapter 16, verse 9 says that my heart rejoiced and my Glory, my heart was, what does Psalms chapter 16 say, verse 9? Flip back over it, 16 and 9, Psalm 16 and 9. Come on, I'd like to teach too, so come on, Psalm 16 and 9. Therefore my heart is glass and my glory rejoice. Acts chapter 2, verse number 25, somebody gonna get it. Acts chapter 2, verse number, go to the next one, 26. Therefore my heart rejoice and my uh-oh, now hold on. Psalm said my glory rejoice. Acts chapter 2 says my... Uh-oh, so what's man's glory? It's right here. I should have entitled this, Watch What You Say. Because this is the glory that God gave you right here. We're special and we're unique. Because we can talk. We can communicate. No other animal on earth can, can, can do like we can. No, no mammal, no animal, no other creation on earth is made like us. 
God made us unique and special. He made us in the likeness of him. So if he's got a glory, we got one too. And he equipped us with something. He gave us something that's important. Hold on, Pastor McGee. I need you to back up just a little bit. It's important to us. And it's this thing right here. Okay, well, some of y'all say, well, you know what? My, my grandma had a pet parakeet. It could talk. You walk in, you say, hey. Hey. How you doing? Hey. Y'all cook today? Hey. Where grandma? Hey. You laugh, but I want you to understand this. Though it can talk, it cannot hold an intelligent conversation and communicate. So you can't put that on a level with us because we can talk. We can communicate with one another in more ways than others, but hold on, this is where your glory really lies. And not only are we unique like that, we can learn other languages. See, si, senora. Hola. I don't know no more. Pig like, hey, thing. You, you see where I'm going with this? So watch Peter, going back to 16 now, Matthew chapter 16. Watch him. Watch him. Oh, glory to God. Watch him. Jesus steps off this boat. He got his boys with him. Who they say I am? Some say you're John. Who they say I am? Some say you're alive. But hold on. Here comes the question. Now, who do you say that I am? Now, hold on, because I know y'all, y'all like to go to church on that. But who do y'all say I am? But that's, that's not the important point I'm, I got today for you, because what you'll see in the later scriptures, he was really asking that question for another reason. He wanted, mm, he wanted to know who knows him. Matthew 16. Let's go there. Whom do men say that I am? And he begins, Peter, the one that always got something to say, kind of like me. Pastor, I hate you, threw me under the bus. Talking about how I talk to people. And I shoot it to you straight. Now, that make people look at me twice. Because they'd be wondering if I really said something about them that I shouldn't have said when I talked to them. But I really, I'm okay, I'm good. He's, and Peter says this in verse number 16. And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Now watch this. Jesus said, Ah. Give me that. Blessed art thou, Simon Barjonah, for flesh and blood, not them boys you've been riding with, not the ones that's been eating fish sandwiches with us, they meant the ones. The ones that been washed the nets, they make like the ones that showed that to you. You know what just happened to you, Peter? You had a revelation of who I am. And he said, because of that, you are blessed. I'm going deeper. Come with me. Blood, flesh and blood had not revealed that unto thee, but my Father, which is in heaven. Now listen, when you come down here on Sunday morning, you want to join church? Yeah, who's <laughs> your <Ooh. laughs> <John> church? 
I've been waiting all week for Sunday to come. I want you to know you didn't get saved right then. You got saved at the stop sign. You got saved washing dishes at the kitchen sink. You, 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 you might have got saved when you woke up in the middle of the night. You thought it was time to turn on the TV and watch uh, Power uh, or, or go to the refrigerator. And you realized that God wanted to talk to you. And you woke up and you came to the epiphany. You know what? Jesus really is the son of God. And the faith that you got up here, you got to get it here. Because everybody got it up here. So Jesus says, you're blessed. Flesh and blood didn't reveal it unto you, but my Father, which is in heaven. Now watch his language. Watch his language. And Jesus answered unto him, next, next verse, verse number 18, and he said, up on this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now, hold on. Let me ask you a question. When you accepted Jesus Christ, when you came into the realization of who Jesus was, and you accepted him as your Lord and Savior, say, Lord, conjunction, junction, what's your function? Hooking up words and phrases and clauses like and, but, and all, and get you pretty far. Y'all, that schoolhouse rock, the little kids don't know nothing about that. We didn't have cable then. It was just antenna TV. Schoolhouse Rock. Our Lord and Savior. See, we like to want to be Savior, but we don't really want to be Lord. You can save me, just don't leave me and guide me. Every day, seeing your anointing, Father, I pray. We don't want that part. Just save me. I'm saved? All right, good, thank you. See y'all next Easter. I'm saved. That's all I need. And some of y'all, not y'all, I'm sorry. Some of us in the body of Christ going to be heavenly hobos because all we're going is with our salvation and no rewards. Don't get up there with nothing but salvation. Okay, get on something else, McGee. Okay, yes, sir. He says, upon this rock, upon this rock, upon now, we're talking about building. So if it's upon this rock, what rock are we building on? There's no other foundation other than that, which is Jesus Christ. He's talking about the foundation or upon this principle that you recognize and accept Jesus Christ as the son of God. And now you are saved. That's what he's talking about. But hold on. He said, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against that. In other words, nobody can take it away from you. If they can, then it was bigger than the power of the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross. And as far as I know, the blood reaches to the highest mountain, to the lowest valley. You can't outrun it. You can't go over it. You can't go under it, and you can't go around it. The blood of Jesus is bigger than big. Y'all make me feel all right, dude. It's all right. You clap your hands. He says, and the gates of hell should not prevail against your salvation. But here's what I want to talk to you about. 
Say, I got keys. He says, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. I told you that God has a glory and we have a glory. Our glory is right here. Proverbs says the power of I know y'all get them twisted up because y'all like the life part. But it's okay to say death because some things need to die in our life just like some things need to be called out to be resurrected and come alive in our life. Anybody in here ever jumped off a battery? Oh, y'all got cars like that. Oh, y'all always been, y'all always been like that? Anybody, I, I say, anybody ever jumped off a battery? Hallelujah. Watch. The power of death and life are right here in this glory. And that's why you as, as a born again believer of God have got to be careful about what comes out of it because you represent God when you open it. That brother got up here and said, I ain't sick, y'all. I said, now you all up in my message. Sit down. Because you got to be careful what comes out of here. Because the Bible also says that God hastens to his word to perform it. But I want you to know there's another one out there that's walking up and down, to and fro, in the earth, seeking whom he may devour. And when it leaves your mouth, he's tagging along on it. Want to see if you really believe what you say you believe. Want to see if your faith is as strong as you say your faith is. And then you come here back crying it down on your, on your last time and somebody got to say, I pray that your faith fail you not, but I prayed for you. Somebody open up your mouth and give him praise in this place. <laughs> Things get down, you don't need to go in your corner and cry. You need to go in your corner and break out in the worship. You tell him it's going to be all right. I still got a pain in my leg, but it's all right. My head's still hurting, but it's all right. It's better than all right. I'm healed in the name of Jesus. And I'm too young to check out of here, and I ain't going nowhere. So whatever plan it is that you have for me, God's got a better plan for me, a plan to prosper me, a plan whoa, of good and not evil. And I'm going to take the good. Oh. Y'all want to talk and roll your neck? That's what you do. You got to say, God gave me something. I can use it right here. I ain't got to move these. I ain't got to do this. All I got to do is open up my mouth. I'm the, I'm the beginning, not the end. I'm going up and not down. I'm the lender, not the borrower. I'm blessed when I go in. My children coming home, I don't care if they are in jail. My mama gonna get better. I don't care what the doctors say. I believe the report of the Lord. Y'all have forgot how to talk. You talking about the wrong stuff, baby. That's why Dorcas was laying down there dead. And the people all gathered around the room talking about blankets. And oh, she was so good. She was a good girl. Yes, she was. She was. Look at them blankets. Oh, that's nice, ain't it? 
Peter said, y'all get out of here. Hold on, hold on. Y'all get out of here. Because y'all with that foolishness. And anybody ain't got the right mouth, ain't got the right mindset. Did you hear what I said? If you ain't got the right mouth, you can't have the right mindset. Let me say that one more time. If you ain't saying it right, you can't be thinking it right. Your salvation, your mouth is so important that salvation hinges on you confessing with your mouth, not your sins. Because we don't care where you've been. The Lord was already there. When you sitting back there with them dog shades on, ordering up them jacks and taking them shots, he was there all the time. He was there all the time. <laughs> see, see, he was already there. We serve a God that knows everything. And since, he's every, since he knows everything, I can tell you how he did it. He knows everything because he's everywhere. And because he's everywhere, he knows everything. And if you didn't get that, he knows everything because he's everywhere. And for those of you who are hearing impaired, let me back that up one more time. He's everywhere, so he knows everything. And the reason he knows everything is because he's everywhere. You ain't hiding from him. I'm so glad I gave him grace. God says, oh, we messing up. I'm a judge. And I'm righteous and faithful to do justice. The father says, but I can hide the multitude of his faults and give him mercy. Let me throw this in because I want to bless y'all before I go because I got 19 minutes to preach uh, from Matthews to Revelation. <laughs> Let me show you something. And I want to say this because it's important and it's dear to my heart because I'm a pastor. God says, I will give you pastors according to my heart that will with and knowledge and understanding that will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Do you realize how important his mouth is? Do you realize how important his mouth is over you as your shepherd, as your covering? See, you've been trying to get the prophet's reward and you've been wanting his check. But as a prophet's reward, you need to be getting what comes out of his mouth. Because ain't no check in this world going to cover what comes out of his mouth when he speaks over your life. Corinthians 20 20 says, believe in the Lord thy God, so shall you be established. Believe in your prophet, so shall you prosper. What comes out of his mouth is important. That's why it's important that stuff, no trash get in his ears. And he doesn't become the trash can that releases the trash over his people. But it, it's important that he hears from God so you can hear what God has to say. Let me help some of you Bible studies since Pastor teach line up on line, precept on precept, and if you don't get it, you just can't get it. Every time Moses went up to God telling God what the people said, they went down, 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 down. But when Moses came out of the mountain and said, God said, the people prosper and they moved and lived well in the wilderness. Be careful what comes out of your mouth. Pastor, it'd be nice for us to start a daycare. 
It would be nice. It would. Y'all got a daycare? Mm-hmm. That's be nice for us to start a daycare. I'm going to tell you something. Before it comes out of your mouth, God has already put it in his heart and confirmed it. You, the only thing you're going to do is confirm it. So, what's it? okay, watch this. Help me, God. And Jesus was baptized by John in the wilderness, and thereafter, here comes the Holy Spirit coming down out of the sky. Lights upon Jesus. And, he, and then the Holy Spirit leads him up into the wilderness where he fasts for 40 days. And at the end of the fast, Jesus was hungry. He said, oh, <laughs> Satan steps up. Well, if you're hungry, you be the son of God. Make these stones bread. Is the fast over? Is the fast over? He said, and after 40 days, Jesus fasted. And after the fast, he was hungry. Is it over? Can he eat? Just because it sounds good don't mean it came from God. And Jesus said, and it is written. Now, hold on, wait a minute, because all y'all can't say it is written, because you don't know where it's written at. <laughs> but let me say this to you. Just because you said it don't mean it's a good idea. And just because you said it don't mean he got to do it, because Jesus had to watch who he took the command from. It was lawful for him to eat, but who told him to do it? Don't run out of here, Pastor. Don't run. I saw you, I saw you moving in your seat. See, I come in and preach, and I hope I get to come back, but I can say some stuff he can't say because God gave it to me to say it another kind of way. Because if he said, I'm passing here, you just don't like me. <laughs> I get up and hear, Pastor McGee's so silly. <laughs> Did you hear what he said, Pastor McGee? Said, he said, you got to watch who you take instruction from. That's exactly what I said. It didn't come from God. A nursery might be a good idea. A daycare might be a good idea. But if God don't ordain it, ain't nothing good about it. I don't know how I got there. Show you one more thing about your pastor, and I'm going to get out because I'm still talking about your mouth. That's that's the sign he preaching too long? Okay, okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay, okay. so take me to Corinthians, Corinthians 2, I believe it's 2 and 9. Let me show you this gospel is revelatory. This gospel is revelatory. Amen. I have to have reading glasses, so you have to give me time to put my glasses on now. And here we go. Now, watch this. Watch. I want to show you something. I want to show you something. It's the scripture, uh, when we didn't know no better, we used to go to church on it, and we used to, we used to, that's where they play the organ loud and the drums get to going. And it's two and nine. But it is written, eyes have not seen, Lord Jesus. Nor ears are heard. Woo! Woo, we ain't going to see it all, baby. We ain't going to see it all. And we in church a whole another 20, 25 minutes because it was good for venting, but it was terrible for victory. You felt better, but you wasn't better. Because it said, didn't you say to me that he gave your pastor according to his own heart that he would feed you with what? And understanding? Well, watch this. How many of you 
How many of you are members here? All right, look back five years ago. Are you better than you were then? Do you know more now than you knew then? Have you had revelation come to you since then? Do you know more about the word of God since then? Is life better for you since then? Watch this. I told you I was going to talk about your man of God. I can't leave, can't leave without it. And this commercial was endorsed by me and me only. It is written. It is written. I'm just still talking about your prophet's mouth. It is written. Eyes not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things, and y'all like to throw the good things. Anybody ask you for that? Everything from God is good. That God had prepared for them that love him. And we stop right there because it sounds good. It made us feel good. But what I want to tell you is, is that you were defeated when you left it like that because that's not what in God, that's not what God intended on you to get out of it. And the devil don't have no new tricks. It's the same one he used when Adam went to church, left Eve at home, and she had a visitor. Avon. Yeah, let me tell you about this vacuum cleaner. It's about to suck all the goodness out of you. God's hiding something from you. Same principle. Watch, because you failed to read verse number 10. Y'all know where I'm going with this? Let's look at verse number 10. Starts with a conjunction, but this is the conjunction that says everything that you heard before that, forget about it. But God had revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searched all things, yea, the deep things of God. You just read the rest of it on your own time. But watch this. Why do you have a pastor that's after God's own heart that's going to feed you with what? And? Oh, here it is. He's going to show you what your eyes have not seen, what your ears have not heard, and what has never entered into the heart of man. That's what you got him for because God will tell him to tell you so you can live better. And he's saying, I ain't hiding nothing from you. I want you to get it all, baby. Get it all. Get it all. Get it all. Get it all. God ain't hiding nothing from you. He wants you to know him. He wants you to have a close relationship with him. It's about a love relationship, not a religion. I'm going to church today. What did the pastor preach about? I don't know. But baby, when he grabbed that ear, whoo, and he shook that head, and he said, I will, I will. Everybody said, oh. Okay, so you will what? I don't know. But God gave you a preacher. How can they hear without him? There it is. You got one, so he opened up the ear. So now you can see what you haven't seen. Now you can hear what you haven't heard. Now it can enter into your heart what hasn't entered into your heart. Because of your man of God. Clap your hands for his mouth. So I will give you the key. And whatever you shall bind in heaven shall be bound on earth. Whatever you loose in heaven shall be loose on earth. Here it is. Okay, God, I hear you. I'm getting on out of here because there's so many scriptures that tie into this that make this a worthwhile message. But I want you to stand back up on your feet. I want you to get those keys back out one more time. 
Let's play me some soft over here. Yeah, that's right. Shake them. Shake them. Shake them. Uh-huh. Keep shaking them. You know, on the day of Pentecost, God told them, to, he said, I want y'all all to go there and tear it right there in Jerusalem. Wait on me. Let me show you about your mouth. Wait on me. Get there and wait on me. And the Bible says the Holy Spirit came in and it lit upon them like clothing tongues of fire. And they all spoke in other tongues. Other tongues. Each man in his own language from his own country and they all understood one another. Let me drop this on you. Your mouth is so important that the Holy Spirit had them all together, together. And I'm talking to you, Elizabeth. I'm talking to you, Embrace Me Ministry. Any visitors that's here from any other church, I'm talking to you. I want you to understand this. He says, I want you to go out and I want you to be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the othermost part of the earth. Jerusalem at home, Judea at the cousin's house, Samaria at my neighbor's house, othermost part of the earth that's out to the stranger. I know you're tired of shaking them keys. I know you're tired, but keep on shaking them. Listen, and he gathered them there and he kept them there until they could understand one another. He said, go meet me there so I can teach you how to communicate because I'm getting ready to send you out. And this thing is going to represent me. This thing will bring you through your wilderness. This thing will bring you through your heartaches. This thing will put you into new dimensions. This thing right here between those two lips. If you'll open up your mouth, there's death in there and you can tell some stuff, stay behind. There's life in there, you can tell some things I'm calling you back out to life. Woo! Paul said, I got two good moves. One of them is forgetting everything and the other one is pressing toward the new stuff. That's my two good moves. I like that right there. But it's all right here. I want you to take those keys you got in your hand. Hold them high and say, I got keys. But that's to my things. But I got another key right here, right here. Say this to my kingdom, not my thingdom. Open up your mouth right now. He's going to go after his word to perform it. You can stop rattling these and open up these. I need you to talk about it right now. He's listening for what you got to say. He's waiting to move to what you got to say. Colossians 2, 12. I heard the phone go off in service today. I asked Pastor Adam, and I said, so Jesus called y'all. <laughs> he laughed at me. You got it for me? Listen. Let me minister in my way. Watch this. Listen. Wherefore, if you be dead with Christ from the rudiments of the world, why as though you live in the world, you're not subject to the ordinances, 2 and 12. Bear with him in baptism, wherein also are you risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who hath raised him from the dead. I'm ready. Satan, you're a lying wonder. They're going to get this. How many of you got cell phones? When you dial star 611, this is what you hear. Welcome. You have reached customer service. 
If this is in English, press one. If it's in two, I mean in Spanish, press two. Stay with me. If you need help with connection, press one. Put a false alarm or cancel an alarm dispatch, press one. For information about your technician, press two. For equipment issues, press three. For billing or account support, press four. To move or cancel your service, press five. To purchase a vision system, press six. Para Español o Prima Ocho. Thank you. Say, I got keys. Say, God hastens to his word to perform it. When you say it, he's ready to manifest it unto me. Colossians 2. Your mouth's so important, Jesus said, you want to talk to God? Did the disciples say, disciples say, Lord, teach us to pray. He said, well, first of all, when you pray, there you go, Bible readers. No such thing as a silent prayer. I'm going to go pray. Amen. And pastor, I've been praying and praying, ain't nothing happened. You ain't said nothing. It's got to leave here. Oh, yes, I'm prepping you. When it leaves here, the God of the host of armies, angelically, whether it's in English or whether it's pressed two for Spanish or in your prayer language, because though I speak with the tongues of men and angels, and though I speak in tongues. So you got two. But hold on. What is this thing? Colossians said that the Holy Spirit is the operation of God. I showed it to you in Romans. When God says it, the Holy Spirit's waiting for it. What did he say? What did he say? What? What? Okay. And when you're going to prayer, you're calling up heaven's customer service. But you don't have to press no numbers. All you got to do is say, Father, here I am, your child standing before you. And this is what I want to talk to you about. Things been rough on me this evening. Look here, old boy. I just got up and I know I got some things I got to face when I get to work. I don't even know what it's going to be, but you know everything. So handle that before I get there. I'll talk to you on my lunch break. And I'm sorry that I'm not polished up and brushed up with the father of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I just got to talk to you like you my daddy and not theirs. I got some stuff. And I'm fed up with being defeated. But I'm going to open up this thing that you gave to me. And when I begin to speak, I want your operator to point it out in the right direction and send me help from heaven. Say it one more time. I've got keys. Now, access. Open your mouth and say something. Uh-uh. Open your mouth and say something. Open your mouth. If you don't know what to say, just let it come out. Just let it come out. Everybody in here working on something, just let it come out. Just go ahead and say it. If you ain't got nothing but a thank you on your lips, just give him the thank you. Open up your mouth. 
Every mouth ought to be open in this place. Come on, hey, hey glory to God. Uh-uh. Don't you shortchange yourself. Kingdom access is here and now. It's wide open. The Bible says that by one man we have access unto the Father. And that's where they used to, that's where they used to lie on King's Day. I'm going to use all my time. Come on, Pastor, so I can stop talking. Come on up here. Come, come right up here for me. And the people would line up. Come on, give them to me in the aisle right here. Give them to me in the aisle. Give me some people in the aisle right here. Come on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And the people have needs, and they would come to see the king, but they'd have people up here, soldiers and stuff. You couldn't just get to the king. Come, Craig. Come, come on. Come on. Come on. But that word access, that word access points to, in its original language, the prosgogi. And while you're here telling the king about what you need, what's happening in your life, and how the king can help you, the proskogi is looking, and he's perusing the aisle, and, and look, there's, the people are lined up all outside the cabin. They want to get to the king. Well, he want to get to the king, but the proskogi is working because he ain't paying attention to what's happening up there. And the proskogi, he just, he's out here, he's checking everything out. He, he sees him, he's checking it out, he's checking it out. And then he says, come on here, come on here, let me, come on, come on here, come on here, come on here, girl. Come on, come on here. Come on here, I'm going to take you right to the king. And the proskogi had the power on behalf of the king to ignore the line, ignore the other people that have needs, and bring you right to God. And then the veil of the temple was rent, and there was no separation between us and God. And we could step right up to the throne of grace and look our father in the eye and tell him all about it. Give me about five men up here. Come on, come on, come on. Give me five men. Hurry. Five men, five men, five men, five men, five men, five men. Stand right there in the line. Now, come on. Can I give you this? Your mouth can also do this for you too. Now look, Jesus, was, Jesus even comes under pressure. Before he had to go to the cross, he said, oh, take this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will. Let me tell you what nevertheless really means when you're a Christian. Nevertheless means I don't want anything less than what you got for me. So nevertheless... It starts right here. Watch these guys. Watch them. Watch them. Mid. Left. Face. Forward. March. Follow him. Wherever he go, follow him. Don't march too short. Go quick so you can get back. Watch them. Watch them. But hold on. Halt. About. Face, foot, punch. If you open up your mouth, you can call heaven and say, I've been following, but I need you to change it. And heaven will say, Hold, hold on. And he don't make the line swirl around like this. He says, How about face? And the first shall be last. And the last, the one you didn't think was going to make it, the one that you counted out, the one that's been down on his luck, the one that was in the sick bed and couldn't get up, he ain't falling no more. Open up your mouth. 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 
Bless you, man. Glory to God. Glory to God. You can change it right now. It ain't got to be like it is. You've been too quiet about it. It's time to stop being quiet about it and make some noise. There it is. There it is. There it is. Hey! Roma Sahayana Baba. There it is. Woo! You've been crying and you should have been praising. Woo! And finally, my brother. Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things of good report, if there's going to be any power, if there's going to be any praise, think on these things. Now, hold on, because some of y'all ain't opened your mouth up yet. It's because you're thinking about the wrong thing. I'm done. Try that one more time. Don't leave this place the same way you came. And if you can't think of nothing that you want for you, think about somebody you love and open your mouth for them. 